There are shows in this world that we will never fully understand, understand, except Ghost Adventures. We have watched every episode to build our obsession, our fandom, watching alongside each other because no one we know really gives a damn, gives a damn. Watching Zack and crew catch groundbreaking proof of the paranormal, inspiring us to explore our own interest in otherworldly phenomena. This is our podcast. We are Paranormal Juntas. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. <laughs> I don't know. Hey everybody, it's me, Leah. <laughs> and it's me, Bethany. <laughs> and we are the Paranormal Putas. Welcome, welcome back. Welcome on back, y'all. This is a Ghost Adventures week. We're going to talk about season two, episode Castillo de San Marcos. Oh, oh. I'm excited. Or how Zach says it Castillo de San Marcos. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to talk about the guys uh, or Zach specifically in the Spanish speaking he does in this episode. It's oh god, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> but uh Castillo de San Marcos. Uh let's jump into the history, yeah? Yeah. Uh well this episode aired um this is their season 2 episode 2 um aired on June 12th of 2009 and the guys go to um the oldest city in the USA, St. Augustine, Florida, founded in uh 1565. Big sis, you want to take it from there? Or? Yeah, for sure. So, uh founded in 1565 by Ponce de Leon. Uh the Spanish constructed a 50,000 square foot um, fortress which was or is Castillo de San Marcos um, San Marcos I said it like Zach San Marcos, <laughs> San Marcos. Castillo de San Marcos uh, now this fortress is made of uh, seashell fragments and coral and I thought that was really cool because when we talk about the paranormal we talk about um, natural recorders that kind of pick up on residual energy and this whole fortress is made of those things yeah it's made <laughs> so, of like seashells yeah, man. So I thought that was really cool um, uh, in regards to what it was made to. Now, in 1702, there was a siege of about 1,500 soldiers held in the fortress uh, during the battle with the English. Uh, many believed soldiers are still protecting the walls. So some of the stuff that we run through during the interviewee process or the pre-investigation, a lot of it is uh, sightings of soldiers or hearing soldiers. And, um, and it gets pretty cool. One of the, like... Uh, pre-investigation interviews was with an eyewitness named Eric who um, claims that workers don't admit of hauntings due to being city building <laughs> yeah like it's a it's a government building and it's like hey it's a government park uh so eric the interviewee says the people that work here won't admit that it's haunted and they actually show zach asking two of like the 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 staff members like oh we're here investigating the paranormal do y'all have any activities and the girl kind of grins real weird like like i can't say anything and the guy is really quick like no <laughs> so uh, it gives the impression that maybe there are some hauntings yeah and due to it being a city building they can't really say anything right 
So there were 15 battles in two major major sieges uh, that are known for the Castillo de San Marcos. Um, there was another eyewitness, Allison. Um, Allison mentions that so many people died on this property that I guess when people go and visit and just to kind of take the tour, they roll down the hills. And she says, rolling down hills is like rolling over all the dead bodies. Um, and then she tells Zach and Zach, of course, that kind of makes a face and gets really into it. And then she goes, if something pops up, just push it back down with your shoe. And Zach kind of looks at the camera like, oh, yeah, like <laughs> what? And he gets uh, he gets really shook by that comment. And it's a pretty great moment in the interviews. Yeah, I thought that was also just so ridiculous when when she did that. I was like, "Come on, man!" Like, <laughs> I don't know that that felt real extra, but I did love it. it oh yeah, fun. for sure. <laughs> they also uh, spent time interviewing a man by the name of Paul Couch. Um, now, apparently, in February of two thousand two, he says that he's giving a tour, and at that time, it was really quiet. Uh, I think he states it's Super Bowl Sunday, so they were really kind of dead uh, at the museum. <laughs> no pun intended uh, <laughs> so they were really slow at the museum and that was one of the like the first times that he hears uh footsteps and he says it sounded like bo- boots on wood um and he mentioned it sounding really like a fleet of soldiers um i think uh what you're talking about is that moment where that red-headed lady he's talking to that red-headed lady and didn't, didn't she like work there or something so they talk to Dusty Smith. Oh, okay. Is her name. Uh, she's another interviewee. And this is kind of funny because she's talking about all the things that happen and she's touring with Zach. And Zach mentions, uh, she says that she actually sees the imp- impression of a soldier laying in one of the beds. Mm-hmm. And Zach goes, did you hop into bed with him? <laughs> and she's like, oh, no, I was with somebody at the time. I didn't want to get caught cheating. And Zach, be like, really creepily, he's like, the hell would they know there'd be no evidence? <laughs> yeah. That felt, like, so awkward. I was like, Zach, are you really going to take it there? Yeah, like, like <laughs> come on, man. And he's like, well, that's what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, bro, he gets in a bed with ghosts. That's what we like to do. That was so funny. How very Ghostbusters of you, Zach. Oh, yeah, for sure. I love it. Uh, they talked about uh, John, an, another uh, part of the interview process. Uh, he's experienced being touched, temperature dropping, uh, people being pushed. And Zach gets really excited about that potential threat. He's like, oh, yeah, you're getting pushed. We like getting pushed. Temp drops. We love it. That's what we're here for. So I think Zach, Zach really likes um that uh, like the the possible threat another story that we hear is in regards to a pirate apparently andrew rancid uh discovered the links that the spanish took to kind of protect their land so he crashed onto shore and the spanish killed him by grouting um now there's an eyewitness that they interview on the episode cal uh, Colgan. So he says that he was taking a tour and he takes a picture and he believes that he got Andrew Rancid in the actual photograph and they show this on the episode. But what's kind of cool about that moment is they talk about grouting and Zach like <laughs> Zach has to stop him like, wait, what's that? And then the guy describes grouting to him and it's pretty brutal. And I don't even know how to best explain it. It's like 
they tie you up, they twist you around, something bound to snap and kill you, and it's real gruesome. And uh, and Zach really likes that story. Um, after reviewing the photo evidence, Zach tells Nick to remember the name Andrew Rancid because we're looking for him tonight. We need to talk to him tonight. <laughs> and it, it's pretty comical. What I liked about that cow guy, though, like aside from having some pretty brutal evidence, he's wearing a shirt that says Homeland Security. And it is a picture of, I don't know the famous Native Americans in that picture, but it's a, it's a picture of a tribe and it's pretty brutal. And I love it because my dad also has that shirt and he wears it like we go out and have breakfast and he'll be in his Homeland Security shirt yeah. <laughs> and it's pretty great. <laughs> so Cal, this little uh, nerdy little dude is, is rocking the Homeland Security shirt and I thought it was funny. Um, on the, that Homeland Security shirt, I think it's like Geronimo. <laughs> oh, okay. That makes yeah. sense. I was thinking, but I was like, no, that seems too like, okay. Yeah, no. But that, that makes sense. Yeah. But also, um, so a little bit more about the history. So the Americans apparently came in 1821 and at that time they were kind of going through the property or, or sieging, right? The fortress. And apparently the cannon fell through the gun deck and disappeared and they didn't realize like they were like, how did they move this cannon so quickly? Um, now apparently they realized that there was a secret room and that room was found and there were bones in there. Um, apparently bodies chained to the wall and, uh, Zach is positive in stating there's some crazy shit taking place. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he got like so serious. He was like, I think it's safe to say that there's crazy shit taking place. Like, <laughs> I thought he was going to say something a little more, I don't know, um, articulate. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know, because I mean, nowadays he is, but you know, this again is still early earlier days and that woman just looks at him like, like excuse me yeah sir? karen was not having it yeah she was not having it. <laughs> and that's her real name i'm not just calling her karen <laughs> she just really was not having it uh so she looks shocked when zach says that um she obviously does not like cuss words <laughs> she's very much against it um but i liked this because i got flashbacks really from the endenberg vaults uh episode where zach kind of mimics being chained to the wall he does that here in the fortress he did it there and he he puts his hands up on the wall and he's like is this how you were chained and it's like yes zach that's how they were chained they don't need the reminder um but zach does it and i think as bethany mentioned it's kind of his showmanship and, and what he does to kind of make the show a little more entertaining oh yeah definitely it makes it makes me want to watch <laughs> <laughs> zach and some chains oh my Ow! God. Gonna say some shit like that. I knew she was gonna say it. I was waiting for it. I'm sorry. I know what I like. <laughs> some other cool things that happened throughout the interview process. Um, I believe this is back with Mr. Eric, the first guy that they're interviewing. He states that if you see a white orb um, that looks like a head, it's said to be um, Osceola. Osceola. Yeah. My my spelling of this is wrong, but that's how it is pronounced. Um, so Osceola was a semin or Osceola was a seminal leader. Um, he and 80 of his men were captured. Now he died of malaria on the island. Now his friend who was a doctor took his head and like removed it. He decapitated um, Osceola and kept his head, scared his kids with it apparently and like used it to threaten his children, I guess to like do their homework. Um, but it said 
now that if you see this white orb, it's it's said to be his head. With by teasing the kids with the head, like I'm sure if our parents had the opportunity to do something fucked up like that, <laughs> <laughs> they'd probably take it. It sounds like something that our folks would do. Like, oh, look at his dead head. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but Zach is totally like thrown off by this uh, idea of this floating head, and uh, he says <laughs> he goes. Uh, that must be one pissed off Indian. And it was so cringy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's just so uh, abrasive in this early years. And it, and it really kind of gives us life, though. Oh, yeah. And it's also such a like clear reminder of how like this was in what did I say? 2009. And people were still like using the word Indian. Yeah. Like, come on, man. It was natives, bro. Like <laughs> <laughs> they was pissed off because these Spanish people were coming to their lands. Like, come on, dude. Um, but also, I, I don't know if this is right or not, but I thought I remembered him talking about like that whole head cutting off business was like some kind of medical procedure. Right. Right. He said that he wanted it for like medical research, but, but they never really said that he used it for no, that. No, that kind of pissed me off. And yeah. again, I guess that's why Zach is like, that's one pissed off Indian. Um, because, yeah, he he's like, here, here's my body for science reasons. And then dude just like keeps the head yeah. and is like... Scares his kids with it. Just a jerk with it. Puts it on the bedposts and yeah, (laughs) that's that. That's so fucked up, man. That (laughs) shit kind of pissed me off. Yeah, yeah. no, it's it's really uh, unfortunate, but uh, some scary stuff that would lead to definitely some disgruntled spirits and some some angry. uh, I know. I'd come back and be like, (laughs) (laughs) put my head back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know what? This also reminds me of. Recalling to a few episodes ago to our Halloween special um, when we were talking about like, you know, railroad um, lights and yeah. stuff like lights on a railroad or decapitated heads, yeah. you know, and lights. This this I feel like goes into that kind of category where someone got their head cut off and then like now a ball of light appears. You know, yeah. and people say that he's looking for his head or, or that is him or that's pretty crazy, though. I don't know. So just, many stories kind of have that yeah that lore yeah that that exact same you know outline (laughs) it's a trip how many it's it's amazing to me how many people lost their heads (laughs) like just straight up decapitation become balls of light (laughs) it's freaking nuts uh so we're getting pretty close about uh to starting the lockdown when zach finds out about the orb of light uh he's then walking with paul couch and right before the lockdown uh zach says uh hey you know we're getting ready to get locked down if they want us out of here they'll have to throw us over that damn wall and i thought that was pretty great uh when he says something like that you know it's on like it's about to go down oh yeah uh (laughs) so we get that glimpse of zach he's real hype we also um kind of right before he was told about uh, a prison cell and he's back with karen the tour guide uh she takes zach to the prison cell and tells him the story of the medium who went in there and apparently she was <laughs> locked in there uh and she went berserk <laughs> and i love that word because instantly i just wanted to do you wanna hunt some ghost berserker <laughs> 
<laughs> Anytime I hear the word berserk, that's where I go. Like, but uh, <laughs> uh, but Zach loves the story. Um, there's really good, and of course, when a medium is involved. Now we don't see the like, we only hear about the experience with the medium. But Zach is intrigued by this because at this point he's used mediums. Um, he's a little more believing in their practice, so he he likes the idea that a medium was in there and kind of lost it. We hear from Dusty, the uh, the lady that Zach. Uh, wanted to get in bed with the ghost because <laughs> he's a fucking creeper sometimes. Uh, she tells them about Anastasia Island where there was another battle right up the way and the guys uh, get in a boat and head over to Anastasia Island. And uh, and that's kind of a funny little segment uh, right before lockdown. Oh, yeah. It's it's so much fun when they, they get on this little boat and they go out to Anastasia Island <laughs> and me and Leah got on our feels. <laughs> Zach has to go and fat shame Aaron right on camera. <laughs> right on camera. Did a little body shaming of our boy Aaron G and we were not here for it. So it's the three guys and they're getting ready to get in like this kayak and <laughs> Zach's instantly like, Aaron, you got to sit in the middle. You're the heaviest. Yeah. And it's kind of like, okay, yeah, I mean, I, that makes sense. But, you know, we didn't got to say it like that, Zach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you got to make Aaron feel bad. Um, and then he goes in like, Aaron, you have to stay still if you move like not if he moves not if nick moves but only if aaron moves the whole boat's like flipped it's gonna topple <laughs> over. over like poor aaron all that pressure and he's like you better sit there you better sit still with that camera and it's like god dang <laughs> sit there and be quiet <laughs> don't breathe like man aaron's not even fat yo like he's really not and zach's like going in on him i was like i'm gonna call out zach for his body shaming because it made me feel some type of way <laughs> Uh, but that was crazy they, they successfully make it i guess aaron clenches his cheeks doesn't move an inch and the guys make it to anastasia island <laughs> yeah they make it over there and again poor aaron just like i feel like aaron was just like really getting on zach's nerves that day or something i don't know um but they're standing there and they're doing a segment and zach is like you know being intense and talking to the camera and poor <laughs> Poor Aaron is just in the background, like wobbling, like he he's losing his balance, <laughs> trying not to fall. And then when Zach notices it, he like kind of like like rolls yeah. his eyes. He gets and, so like, annoyed. Scoffs and he's like, <laughs> 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 it's just so rich. Like yeah, Zach looks at the camera back at Nick, like oh this guy, yeah. like God, look at what we got to deal with. <laughs> it's nuts man they don't of course they don't capture anything there it's just part of the history but what zach does do while on the island is he takes an empty water bottle he fills it with sand because he wants to use it as a trigger object (laughs) and what he says when he takes this sand puts it in the bottle looks dead at the camera and says (laughs) this is like putting holy water on the demon let's do it (laughs) and it's nuts and then it pans out and you see Aaron kind of like look at Nick like oh god like what is about to happen yeah but Zach is just so intense about it and I mean he's not wrong trigger objects are extremely positive in these paranormal investigations so he he got the sand he took it and I think we do actually uh, get some captures with it but it was pretty funny for him to be like demons and holy water yeah but also i i think like nowadays he he more uh or less explains that it's a trigger object 
you know and back then he he would just say like little catchy things like that you know? yeah yeah it was pretty good so mm. at that point um the pre-investigations complete the guys start breaking down uh, all the x cams and where they're going and this is really something that they just started doing on the show yeah where they break down where they're placing all the cameras for us. So it's really cheesy. And they do this still where they try to incorporate like kind of with the environment. And Zach goes, plan of attack ready. Let's go to battle. I mean, I get it. You know, we're at a fortress. All right. Okay. We're going to do this battles. Um, but it was pretty great. Aaron says, uh, I'm nervous. You know, Aaron's always nervous. And Zach points it out. I love it. You're always nervous. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so good. They have their character roles and, and they play them. They play them well. Yeah. I mean, I'd be nervous too, Aaron. It's okay. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, man. But uh, as I mentioned to y'all, because this is during the investigation, I, I wanted to talk about Zach and his attempts on Spanish and the Spanish language. Mm -hmm. And his first one is <laughs> during the investigation, he's talking to the ghosts or the, the soldiers, right? Because he wants to get activity. And he usually does that by some intimidation or he taunts them, you know, kind of verbally attacks. And he goes, this is my fort nachos <laughs> and he goes that's my attempt on spanish comedy and i was like no oh. he said nachos and it hurt and it hurt just <laughs> it a little funny. bit but it was yeah it was funny i'll, I'll give it to him he's yeah. he's zag bagans all right i get it nachos i don't even think that's like a mexican thing but whatever <laughs> that's tex-mex <laughs> that's, tex that's taco bell that's, shit yeah. it, it became popular who knows but uh yeah so it's it's nacho fart <laughs> Not just. <laughs> but that's what I had for the history and the interview. So uh, maybe we were ready unless I missed something. No, I think that covers all the history too, big sis. Uh, let's go on to what do you want to do? Honorable haunts or skimpy scales? Skimpy scales. <laughs> Honorable haunts and skimpy. <laughs> yes everybody it's time for honorable haunts and skimpy scares and of course we're gonna kick it off with the skimpies save the meat blast keep it juicy oh yeah um so for me one of the first skimpies i have is that zach feels something blow on his neck he feels this quick and he drops his uh and he drops the camera and it's kind of just a funny moment um it's skimpy for me because it's something that he feels i'm sure it's, it's valid but I didn't feel it. I didn't see nothing. I didn't hear nothing. Yeah. So it was skimpy. Same, same, same. Although it was nice and dramatic because he dropped that camera. Yeah, it was pretty dramatic. So I believed it. You know, the dude felt something. It made him jump to the point where he's dropping equipment. And at this point, their budget is low. So I'm sure he couldn't afford to do that kind of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they ain't making Be that. Careful with that. Yeah, Travel man. Channel got mad at him. For, for real. That. They probably docked his check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of my favorites is uh, when they start to smell like horse poop like they smell like horse shit and zach's like or they're all kind of like oh what does that smell oh it smells like horse shit yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, they don't say shit but like they can't um <laughs> zach sniffs aaron yeah <laughs> he like, stops him yeah he's like because aaron's right in front of him and they're going through like this archway and zach like sniffs him <laughs> and it's he's ridiculous like, it's not you <laughs> it's funny he like stops him he holds his hand like his arm and like lifts it kind of he's like <laughs> 
it's yeah. not you. And Aaron's like, I smell beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> like, thanks a lot, Zach. Like, you thought it was coming off of Aaron? Jeez. <laughs> but as always, you know, smells can be linked to spirits and stuff. So it yeah. could have been, you know, the spirit of a horse or just like, you know, some residual energy. Oh, for sure. And I'm sure if any spirit smells like shit, <laughs> it's gotta not be a good one. <laughs> like, so I'm not there for it. Um, but yeah, Aaron says he smells beautiful. And like a couple seconds after that, Zach opens, um, the cell door, uh, that's usually kept closed and a cold blast comes out. Uh, again, something that they feel, we see their reactions, but there's nothing picked up on any of the equipment to kind of validate it for the audience um a really cool moment to watch in the show but also a skimpy um because it's not that cool (laughs) (laughs) and really the last one for the skimpies this this episode really did have a lot of good stuff um zach asked aaron to call out the spirits because he's always the one that shows fear which is just so messed up uh and aaron makes this great like whatever face like he's like whatever guy but he does what zach says and he calls the ghost so aaron gets all mad still does it anyway and he says things like you know were you beat and killed in there and it's like yes they were but it's funny to me because when aaron asked these types of questions and we mentioned it as early on as riddle house uh and he just immediately regrets it like he'll ask the question and then you'll see it in his face like Fuck. yeah i was thinking that too <laughs> why did i ask these questions mm-hmm. um because they're ridiculous you should feel that way but we appreciate gets, it yeah he gets like uncomfortable he definitely doesn't really doesn't want to do it yeah you know? and you can tell <laughs> but that's all i had for the skimpies Awesome. Let's move on to them honorables. So to kick off some of the honorable haunts, one of the first things that the guys do is just kind of a, just a quick test. Um, now they use an EM pump. It's an electromagnetic uh, energy. It, it creates this electro field to let spirits use the energy from the pump. Now they use coins, um, some dated coins as triggers, and they place it in front of the EMF reader and they get readings. It, it goes off on the electromagnetic field. They get the spikage and it was really cool to see of course this hypes up the guys and really kind of kicks off um the honorables in the investigation but uh it's just a cool moment a, a, a cool moment again they're using trigger objects and we're capturing it on two different uh, pieces of tech so it was pretty cool yeah it's always fun when their trigger op- uh, objects actually work <laughs> yeah yeah because sometimes they don't <laughs> yeah um one that i really liked or that that like kind of stuck with me was um at 12 23 a.m nick claims that he feels something pass through him and zach kind of starts to talk about like the energy picking up you know and then they hear like a scream and it's captured on audio and it's like a it's a, yeah it's like an intense like <laughs> it's brutal it's a yeah. brutal scream it's a good scream and that i love when you can when you can really hear it mm-hmm. um so yeah that one was a good one for me and then i feel like it kind of there was a lot of things going on in that moment too oh yeah the guys claim to feel like heavy and they get chills when they're in the room uh it's it's really kind of a brutal moment and i like that because when the energy picks up they all start to feel it differently uh and you see them kind of bouncing back and forth with each other about how they're feeling um i think this is also a moment 
Where Zach speaks Spanish again. Yes, yes, he does. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. What does he say? I should. I didn't even write it down. I know he's yelling murderers in Spanish. Is it, uh, is, isn't this where he's talking like, Ataque. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. And, he's all like, attack me. And Aaron's just like, no. no. And, and then, it, yeah, they, they start to feel something in the room with them. Or like, they feel the energy. Yeah. yeah so as Zach's yelling this horrible Spanish. <laughs> these horrible spanish words out um nick gets touched aaron hears a whisper and zach freaks the fuck out mm-hmm. and he claims that a breeze went through him so he's provoking the the spirits in their in their language which is smart it's really smart but it's just funny to hear these super you know white guys dude yeah. bros yeah try to say even the most basic terms in spanish i can't do any better i mean i'm not really talking shit i just think it's funny yeah <laughs> uh, another good moment on the show is they get some really solid knocking sounds um that pretty much follow what we just saw with the guys kind of losing it the breeze going through them like all this stuff's happening and then they get these knocks um aaron also claims around that time to hear a growl and zach tells aaron that um Uh, that it's communicating only with him. And he asks Aaron to ask more questions because Nick and Zach don't hear this growl. Only Aaron. Aaron's like, oh my God, bro, dude, did you hear that? And they're like, no. Um, So Zach goes, it's communicating to you. Therefore, you ask it some questions. Um, Nick and Zach uh, start to pressure Aaron to ask questions. And and sweet baby Aaron, oh, he asks, was it horrible being trapped in here for days knowing that you were going to die? And of course, again, looking full of regret for asking the question, and really the pressure that Zach puts on him for asking these questions. At one point, Zach goes, that a boy, because Aaron finally asked him. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, I feel like if somebody like at a boy me or, you know, they're like, what, bro? But Aaron does it and they actually get an unexplained voice yeah. from that interaction. So even though Zach was being a D bag, Aaron still got some good stuff. Well, I think in this season, we really start to see how alpha dog like Zach is. We saw it in season one. In this season, it feels to be a little amped up <laughs> <laughs> that he, he really is the leader and you do what he says. And that's that. And that's how you get on ghost adventures. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think once you can swallow that pill, mm-hmm. you're set, baby. Yeah. Pill swallowed. Zach, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and Zach is still alpha dog. You oh, know, yeah. like you, you know, you don't sit in his chair and screaming room. Okay, it's pretty you funny. Get don't. Up. Okay, don't even try. That's funny. Don't don't even do it. Anyways, uh, <laughs> the thing about that growl though that I liked is that like we hear it here, where or like we don't hear it here. Aaron hears it, but then later they capture it in the money room. I think right, yeah. like, like nobody's in that room, mm-hmm. and it's just an X cam, and then it comes back, and you and we finally get to hear that growl. Yeah, they get a couple growls in this episode. So I think there's like maybe one more, even within the honorable haunts that we'll go over. Um, And Zach, of course, as always, he says he's not showing any disrespect to people um, who were hung on the walls. We mentioned earlier that we see this prison cell where they chained people to the wall. Yeah, where that like cannon fell. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So we're back in that room. And of course, Zach is like, hey, no disrespect to the people who hung on the walls, but I am showing disrespect to the people who put them there. Um, And at that point, the digital recorder gets another growl. And to me, the best way I can describe it is if you've seen the movie signs um by m night Shyamalan. uh it is one of my favorites but 
it's like, I can't even do it. Like, <laughs> like, it's so weird. It's like this click growl. It sounds like the aliens and, sh- and signs. So that's how I could best describe it. Um, and they have an X cam in that location and it, and it picks it up. And it's also, it's not just audible on the recorder, but they hear it in the moment. Um, another really good one is when Aaron is kind of sent back to um, the base to get another camera. And it's it's like almost 2.30 in the morning. And he comes running back. <laughs> and <laughs> something ran up on me, bro. <laughs> it's always something run up on me, bro. It's always, <laughs> bro, bro. I swear to God, bro. Something just ran up on me. <laughs> and <laughs> we did get um, some good audio on that one, though. It had like the feet shuffling on there. Oh, so yeah. you could hear it. Yeah, they had an ex-camp. You could, you could. It's really cool. You hear the shuffling of the feet. We don't see Aaron on camera, but we hear the audio from some of the X cams. And then you hear the footsteps, and then you hear Aaron like, oh, like start cussing and screaming. (laughs) He's like, oh, and then you hear Aaron start running, and it's a really good chain of events. And uh, and that shuffling is really defined. It definitely sounds what you could describe as like a soldier kind of running. What what that would sound like. Um, the, uh, the next good one, kind of like shortly after that, like about an hour later, around three 30 in the morning, Zach, once again, starts speaking Spanish, <laughs> but this time he starts to scatter that sand from the dunes that he took when mm-hmm. he, when he was like, it's like putting holy water on a demon. He's doing it. He pulls out that little bottle of sand and starts sprinkling it around. And I wonder if he waited because the timestamp on that yeah. act is 3.30. And I don't know if he's waited for the devil's hour. <laughs> but uh, that's when he did that. And uh, we got some cool stuff. Yeah. The temperature dropped and they captured some audio. Yeah. It was pretty brutal. Yeah. That was a really good one. I enjoyed it. And, and you know, as, as over the top as Zach is, you know, he does get that good stuff. Yeah, and they used that, um, the location and where they are for the fortress. This is the room where the medium, uh, where Karen claimed the medium went berserker. And <laughs> Zach got those temp drops. It yeah. was good. I think one of the bigger haunts for me was the equipment. Oh, always, 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 always. I love this tech. Oh, my <laughs> <Those> goodness. glasses. <laughs> <laughs> this was a really good tech moment. So they're field testing equipment. They've been working with some uh, renowned scientists <laughs> and putting together this equipment to communicate with the spirits. Now, this is the first, if you're a Ghost Adventures fan, the next words I'm going to say, you're going to be like, oh, man, that's brutal. If you're not a Ghost Adventures fan, that's okay. And I'll explain this to you. But this is the first time we see use of what could only be described as a paranormal puck. Mm -hmm. And that is our favorite piece of tech. So the paranormal puck, for those of you that do not know, it is a device that generates actual words. So we're not using EVPs to record audio. We're using a device and it will just, like if I'm hanging out with Bethany, it'll say, Bethany. Or like, you know, (laughs) bad route. Like It manipulates like the energy, like whatever energy that goes is putting out it'll generate a word for it right so it's it's brutal it's great this is the first time we see it on the episode and we see all kinds this piece of equipment evolves so beautifully throughout ghost adventures that now they have some badass looking paranormal puck like devices and it's just insane they have one now that's also a thermal cam puck and they'll scan for temps and words and it's like whoa it's really cool um but this is the first one we see so it's a little low budget um but we get some really good stuff um so 
Zach's actually wearing goggles with this paranormal puck device and it shows you the images of what's captured and what or really what Zach uh, sees when he's wearing these um, but it could also record the audio data um, there's a sensor and word database and every word is designated to a different level of energy for spirits to manipulate so to Bethany's point that's what we see when it comes up for the audience what we're seeing is what Zach's seeing and the words that are coming across it's all depending on the energy at that moment it's fucking badass yeah it's awesome it was also really fun to see Zach wear those glasses <laughs> very, <laughs> there's a little yeah very like Jordy from Star Trek. <laughs> oh my God, they are. I was gonna say Morpheus, like, oh, like yeah. they're very. Okay, yeah, okay. just I see that too. Like the exact size of your eyelid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but it was like going across the whole way, so I felt yeah. like it was kind of Jordy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Um, We're nerds, if you didn't know. <laughs> oh. We just made a Matrix and Star Don't Trek you. Next Generation <laughs> reference. Picard, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> i'm a fan of kirk too oh yeah i no, love them both um but what's crazy about this is that prey was the first word that comes across this device and it took 20 minutes um for the word to kind of present after that or actually it kind of falls flat and then right before leaving they received the words uh, must not and then turn and camera which is pretty brutal because we're getting responses throughout what the guys are doing. And then they're mentioning, you know, can you look at the camera? Can you talk to the camera? Can you come right here? And then the energy actually responds with camera yeah. and it's uh, pretty brutal. Yeah. One of my favorites was when they captured that disembodied breath. Mm. That was so chilling. And that was towards like the end of the episode too. Yeah. That one was really good. Yeah. I forget what they're doing, but yeah, they're in the bones room. Yeah. Where they found all those bodies and yeah. they just get a. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, oh, fuck that. Let's it's, get out it, here. it's like, you know, I don't know. You're alone and you hear someone breathe behind you kind of a scenario. Yeah. Like, that's so creepy to me. So that one, that one really freaked me out. <laughs> oh, for sure. After that, the guys go back upstairs and set night vision cameras. And about 34 minutes into recording upstairs, they actually get kind of a light flicker and they stare at this image or they replay this clip multiple times um and the best way it can be described is if someone's lighting a lantern mm -hmm. and you kind of see the flick um like a lighter but it wouldn't have been a lighter kind of the flick and then the light fades out yeah. as the image kind of floats out of frame yeah so it was pretty brutal kind of like that disembodied head business oh yeah <laughs> yeah it flickered it did it was pretty cool but then there was another one with the the cannon flames i mean the cannon yeah, light, right? yeah yeah so they're in that same area i think when you look over to the cannons and zach points it out and this they're reviewing this footage now they they took it to uh bob christopher who's a paranormal tech specialist with the group nepa mm -hmm. uh paranormal uh and he helps build the credibility right uh but he sees the light flicker and then it's in that moment that zach points out the flashes from the cannons uh so at this point it's after the investigation and they point it out for the audience and it's a really cool flicker and and as bob christopher says it's not lightning it would have flashed throughout the whole screen um it, it's pretty cool because it's coming from where the cannon is so if a cannon were firing like as if there was lightning you would see it in the sky right and you really just see it in that one spot where the cannon was it's 
pretty brutal. I think that might be the end of Skimpies and Honorables. Yeah, I think that I think that covers them all. Yeah, so uh, I guess it's time for <laughs> Zach's fashion for us. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, everybody. We're here to talk about our favorite character on the show. <laughs> Zach's Affliction Tease! Yeah. <laughs> I this really one, want one. Oh, they're beautiful. And I'm going to say this. Thanks for those who listen to us because we talk about these shirts like every other week. And we hope you're not tired of them because we have so many more shirts to talk about. <laughs> uh, but this one here has a center image, right, of a cross, huge cross. They all sound the same, but y'all, they are not. They're not. They are not the same. Uh, this one has huge wings and like a shield of armor on the back. And I've mentioned before, Zach, I think, does his best to correlate his affliction shirts mm -hmm. with the actual investigation. So this one having a shield of armor definitely gave off them soldier vibes. Yep. So I was like, all right, Zach, I see what you're doing. He actually puts thought into that type of shit and it's crazy um because I, I appreciate it if you're paying attention the way we are it's appreciated <laughs> i think another another thing on zach is that he is uh rocking the wide pants mm -hmm. yeah they're very wide we're still in those early 2000s <laughs> uh, you I'm, would think that it would be done by now it's 2009 come on i'm so ready for it to be done <laughs> when 2010 hits i feel like we take a turn yeah. i'm ready for it but um but also i mean that's just kind of how it goes and and it's so funny because we're, we're it's what 11 years later yeah and i feel like that style's coming back now oh it's kind of yeah. crazy yeah, yeah. so no. it's like dude it was only 11 years ago bro like it wasn't even that long ago to be like vintage or anything right but people are like searching for trip pants on ebay and shit now. <laughs> <laughs> like bro i kept mine <laughs> <laughs> you can sell it for hundreds yeah i still got mine <laughs> what i also like um zach's hair oh yeah in this episode it defies gravity i mean <laughs> it is gelled as usual but on the sides it's gelled forward and at the top up so it looks like it's like hugging his face <laughs> like his hairs his side hairs is hugging his eyes yeah, 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 and yeah. it's oh god it's horribly beautiful <laughs> okay so this is so funny to me because like every week we talk about like his porcupine hair and how it's like coming forward or coming up or whatever so <laughs> the other day i was watching old episodes on youtube of real scary stories <laughs> that shitty abc family family show and it's it's so much fun anyways all of them had that hair <laughs> like all of those kids had that spiky hair and i was like man this was bad y'all like why did we do this to ourselves we didn't know what to do in the early 2000s we thought the world was gonna fucking end at the at the stroke of midnight yeah. in 2000 in 1990 yeah in yeah, 2000 man. Yeah. so we didn't know so we lost our shit wore baggy pants and spiked our hair and <laughs> lost all fucking self-control <laughs> uh, it was so good though but yeah his, his his was especially great in that episode oh yeah uh a highlight
highlight in the fashion faux Oz is at the end of the investigation, our baby boy, Zach, he's like holding on to the gate like, God, I hope they remember to come get us out of here. Mm -hmm. And you see his backside and uh, that's always a positive. But (laughs) what you notice is that he's wearing a bomber jacket with the Ghost Adventure crew logo. And I need that jacket. I need all GA merch. And I'm really sad that it doesn't exist anywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, So if anybody knows how to like screen print or whatever, do bomber (laughs) jackets, like hit me up. I will buy one if you make it for me. (laughs) Dude, that jacket is so sweet, dude. It's so cool. I want it. Oh, I love it. I love that they had like little uniforms early mm-hmm. on or like mm-hmm. these little shirts that they would go in and out of or these bomber jackets. It's just so cool. It's not yeah. something that they do now. No, but uh, it, it, it's just so cool to see. Yeah. And I love how they usually have like a, a coffin or like a cross or like yeah. it's like a shadow or silhouette. And then it's like Ghost Adventures crew. Oh, yeah. yeah it's so cool. I want a GAC shirt. Me too. Oh. I need one. <laughs> So after, and I don't think Nick and Aaron really, it, the fashion's probably always going to be more focused around Zach because Nick and Aaron keep it pretty tame compared to. But um, also they have less screen time anyway. Yeah, that's true. So Zach being the main point, um, we, we see what he's wearing a little bit more. Uh, after the investigation, when they're hanging out with Bob Christopher, Zach wears a baseball cap with the words uh, <laughs> metal all over the panels of the uh, baseball cap. And I'm like, is that really metal, though? <laughs> like, <laughs> is it, bro? <laughs> yeah. OK. Oh, my God. Especially at that point in time, because I think me and you were just talking about this how like when you're like i don't know when i in 2009 you know oh god i guess i was 19 anyways <laughs> 20. You were thinking you're in middle school yeah, or something. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, like in middle school, when you're like trying to be punk or metal or whatever, you don't call yourself punk or metal or wear something that says punk. Like, yeah. Because that's some poser shit, yo. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's immediately poser shit. So it's so funny uh, that he that he wears that because it, it just screams like not hard. Yeah. <laughs> not metal, bro. Jeez. But that's just how it was back then, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays you can like it's whatever nobody gives a shit but like we were really hard on each other back then. <laughs> <laughs> like we didn't know what to do with ourselves. It was yeah. 2009 we were still trying to figure shit out. We were really sad people. <laughs> uh also in that interview with Bob Christopher, Aaron's there because he talks about the shuffling of the feet and the experiences he had, but this is kind of the first time we see Aaron in something that is affliction like and it's actually a hoodie and it's real jazzy and I said, "Oh, look at Aaron." We're his little chubby boy hoodie but it's affliction and i love it yeah zach was like put this on yeah i can't have you looking stupid wear this affliction shirt i'm gonna wear my metal hat we look cool (laughs) so dumb you know what they do look cool Uh, i need a poster That's all I had for fashion faux as. Yeah, same here. I mean, I feel like it's it's pretty, um, you know, much the same almost every week. It's just the different affliction shirts and a couple items that I really want, like that damn bomber jacket. I know, man. <laughs> Putting it on the wish list. Yeah, put it out into the universe. Uh, <laughs> I want a GAC bomber jacket. Hell yeah. Oh, uh, but that was, a, it was a really great episode. And I think with the histories, the haunts, the fashions, I think it's time to rate it. Ooh, that's hard. I haven't really (laughs) thought about what I want to rate this one. This one for me, um, I had to watch it a few times. I think I watched it all together three times. 
mm-hmm. um, to kind of like really get to know it. And I feel like it was another one. I think what what was the other one like Haunted Mansion or something? Yeah, that I felt like I had to watch a million times. Yeah, it was haunting. It was so good. It was it was a again every episode is good. I love every episode. I can watch any episode anytime. But this one didn't stick with me mm-hmm. as much as like some, like Moundsville or mm-hmm. Bobby Mackey's. You know, like, yeah. It just didn't have that lingering effect for me. So I think I'd have to rate it like two claws. Ooh, yeah. all right, two claws. <laughs> I was gonna say three. So yeah, yeah I'm I'm kind of low on the claw scale with yeah. it. I'll go three, just because. <laughs> <laughs> just because I love Zach and Ghost Adventures. <laughs> that bomber jacket gets a whole claw. That baby's a beaut. <laughs> it is a beaut. I'm on it. But three claws for me. Cool. It's time to shake this baby off. Oh yeah, Bonnie, clear us out. Hail to the guardians of the watchtowers of the south. Powers of fire and feeling. Hear us. All right. So we hope you enjoyed that episode and we hope to see you next week. This is Bethany. And this is Leah. And we're signing off with two besitos. From these putitos. Did you fart? <laughs>